Hello, cats and kittens, and welcome to Our Dumb Lives, the show where we talk about our dumb lives. <laughs> I'm Tara, and across from me is my co-host, Cassandra. Your cohort. My cohort. My cohort. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't get paid. I give it away. It's true. Give it away now. <laughs> give, it, give it away. Give it away. Give it give away. away. <laughs> oh, goodness. We've had many gin and tonics and a shot of some brandy. As what happens at Island Bunker Tea. Island? Island Bunker Tea. Island. Island on the island. Island. Oh, God. I apologize. Yep, I apologize in advance for all who I offend and all whose ears I offend. I apologize to your ear. Bring your ear closer. We're celebrating because spring is finally here. It is sprung. A week ago, we got like 22 inches of snow. It was miserable. It was horrible. I didn't think it was horrible. I got to hang inside, play with my Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) I was mad because I was supposed to come over here, and you know, I hate winter, and this winter has just never ended, but today, Mm. it was like 60 degrees, we got to sit out on your patio or your deck or whatever you want to call it. My deck, I have a big deck, it's the biggest (laughs) deck. I mean, mean, it's big for the size. Ah, drink some gin and tonics, it was beautiful. We got to listen to the woodpeckers. Mm-hmm. And uh, do, are and we painting a good word picture for you? The you word feel picture. Like you're here? Uh, <laughs> cerulean blue skies, little puffy clouds, trees waving in the breeze, and birds chirping. Woodpeckers. <laughs> Squirrels. <laughs> Okay, maybe we should stop. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> but you were up till like 3.30 in the morning. I know, I know. So um, I am playing a game called Tara, which is weird because my name is Tara, but it's spelled T-E-R-A. It's a South Korean game that was done in like 2011, made it to the States in like uh, 12, but... They just released it for Xbox. And mm-hmm. you know me, I'm a I'm kind of an MMO kind of gal, yeah. but but at the same time I, I sometimes don't know if MMOs and, and consoles really meld together. Yeah. But I am having so much fun. I am having a lot of fun. So last night I was uh 
I uh, I got um, a Lancer, which is like a tank type class. So what is it? it uh, like fantasy based? Bring me back. Okay. Or is so it? yeah, yeah. It's it's fantasy based. It has that Eastern art, which okay. I'm sorry, Western art in MMOs kind of sucks. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's a beautiful game. It's um, like the the environment is beautiful, the aesthetics. It's mm-hmm. very the characters are almost realistic looking. Okay. Um, I'm picturing like bad 1998. Remember when they tried to do like the video? No, no, the- no. <laughs> it's like no, no. Forward, forward. Better, better. Way better. Almost like Black Desert Online type. Uh, level graphics. If you've played that, if you like, have it, you are now squinting at your headphones going, what the fuck are you talking about? Black dessert. Mm, Black. Sounds kinky. Mm. <laughs> I like some chocolate. I don't know what I was thinking, but go ahead. And uh, cherries and Black Forest dessert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no. Um, I don't know. There's just a different art style that comes out of mm-hmm. South Korea that has um they imagine like any of those like fantasy type paintings or graphic arts that you might see where Mm -hmm. everything is very sculpted and beautiful and the environment is um, very fantasy based Mm -hmm. you have things like these floating spheres in the sky or pegasuses (laughs) and shit like that well this game has all of that um so, I am amazed at how well the graphics hold up mm-hmm. in in this era. You know, because hell, twenty twelve was yeah in technology terms it was forever ago. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, it's it's a free to play MMO, but we would call it freemium, right? Yeah. Where you would get cosmetics and uh, you know a little bit of extra coin or a little bit of um, an EXP boost Mm -hmm. um, or experience boost. And I don't know. I I started playing a a priest because I'm used to playing priests and healing people. And I needed something where I could just come home and just bash on things. So I created a Lancer, (laughs) which is a tank class. and, And it's a it's a third-person game, mm-hmm. so you're able to see the world, but you see your character too. Okay. And I and and there's several different races, different bosses and dungeons. Mm-hmm. And you know how most MMOs, you are basically fighting a wolf, yeah. snake, and then and then or a snake, <laughs> bear. Call it what you want, and then <laughs> and then you level up and you fight a tougher bear, snake, or wolf. Yes, it's the same model. Yeah. Well, I'm not finding that with this game. So the bo- the bosses are very. When I when I get into a dungeon, the bosses are have varying skills, 
Um, you have, they have different attacks, they have different strategies that you have to talk about with your team on how to beat them. Mm -hmm. And when you succeed, you get tokens, which you can spend on better armor to upgrade your gear score is what they call it. (laughs) Um, I'm really enjoying it. So I was having so much fun last night. It was about one o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And, and I got my Lancer to level 65, which is top of the game. <laughs> Lord, how long have you been playing? Like three weeks. Okay. <laughs> and um, I I may have taken a couple days off, uh, a couple of Fridays off mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks to play this game. <laughs> That's dedication. and Also fun. <laughs> and very fun. And I found myself a guild. And mm-hmm. in this guild... It's weird because I'm the only girl. Okay. That is kind of odd in this day and age. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm the only girl that, like, joins party chat and stuff like yeah. that. And most of the other guys play girls, but that's yeah. not the same. But one thing I did realize is if I need anything, they are there. <laughs> they are, and that's what a guild does. Yeah, yeah. That, that is definitely what a guild does. And, and for some reason... Well, no, not for some reason. Because everybody's so active, we made it to the top of the top page. Like the first page of guilds of most active people. Okay. Which is awesome for recruitment. <laughs> and also, it it came to my realization that people hate you for being first. Mm-hmm. So I would zone into the game and people would challenge me to duels. Like, uh-huh. the moment I zone in, like, there's a dual invite, but I'm so legged out because my internet out here sucks oh, that I can't, no. I can't even accept the dual invite. Oh, no. Never what mind. What do you about your internet? That's terrible. What am I going to do about my online rep? So, <laughs> well, no, I'm just like, oh, slow internet. That's <laughs> time to move. I know you just bought this house no, like eight months ago. I, I think it's Xbox. <laughs> I don't think it's my internet. But, uh... No, I've, you know, last night I was having so much fun, and it was around 1 o'clock in the morning. I was getting tired. Mm-hmm. And so I just bought this uh, Mountain Dew Game Fuel. <laughs> it's what it's called, Game Fuel. Yes. I was like, a... I'm, I'm sleepy. I need, I need oh, a little it's, caffeine. It spo- looks like it's sponsored by Xbox One. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's not. It's not sponsoring us, so this isn't an ad or anything like that. <laughs> but so I, I grab one of these, I pound it down. I am mm-hmm. up until three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I am laughing. I am taking on dungeons. I am now the second highest geared lancer, tanky person in the nice. guild, and I'm like. Mm. So has it been, it, you said it just got released for Xbox recently? Yeah, March okay, uh, okay. 27th. Fun. Oh, it, it's so beautiful. So every character I played has red hair. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. But you're blonde now. I know. <laughs> do, do, do. That's the reveal. I, we haven't, I, we haven't, I haven't told you that it. Tara has gone blonde. I've gone blonde. Now we're just two boring blondes. Sorry. <laughs> dur, dur, dur. <laughs> that would be a great podcast name. <laughs> but 
Okay, so this game has, like, I get home, now I pop on, I see who's online, mm-hmm. I'm party chatting, I'm getting my character geared up, I feel myself getting sucked into the world of MMO. Uh-huh. Oh, that this is not good. good. I know, but then you get wrapped up in communities, and communities have things called drama, which you have to manage drama, which I have to manage drama in my real life well, you just at work. Don't become the so, lead of oh, the guild. Of, of the, you yeah. just watch the drama, and exactly. that entertains you. <laughs> so I've worked out. I've worked out a deal with leadership that I said I will stay in this guild, just never ever make me an officer mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and we're good nice mm-hmm. so you are endorsing game fuel i know as actual fuel for your gaming dude seriously 330 <laughs> i'm an old lady <laughs> this does not happen for me <laughs> i think i think i was ready actually to go to sleep at one o'clock but yeah. but down that <laughs> Husband went to sleep at like 1230 and I was still up giggling. <laughs> and I kept, I, I probably could have stayed till about six, but I knew you were coming over. So uh, this is good. Yeah. I've also had a major uh, achievement in gaming. Hmm. I have almost 100%ed Sparkle 2. <laughs> <laughs> Come to a mountain. (laughs) So I have, so, okay, in Sparkle 2, there's, like, the levels, right? Right. The adventure part. Yep. And I did that on easy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then after that, there is the challenge mode. Yep. Where you have to play three levels, then it unlocks the other levels. Yep. So I finished that. Wow. And then there's the challenge mode, or uh, the infinity play. Mm Mm-hmm. Where um, to get the achievement for that, you have to five star. So I five starred all the levels there. I think wow, you are way ahead of me. I think there's 35 levels you there. You are way up on your Sparkle 2 achievements. And now I'm almost through the adventure mode on hard. Mm. And then you have to do it on expert level. I was really trying to finish before we recorded so I could be uh-huh. like, yes! <laughs> But I did, I'm almost done with a hard hard playthrough, and then I just have to do insane or whatever the le- last level is, and then you 100 percent it. I don't think I've ever made. I don't know if I've ever 100 percented a game. Well, then <laughs> get all I'm the achievements. I'm so I'm proud to give a good referral to you. Uh, yes, it's weird though because you know you don't. You don't think about getting better, really, especially, you know, it's like a match three game kind of thing. No, it's organic. It's just something that happens. So, like, on the first, you know, when I did the first uh, adventure mode where you're doing the levels, like, Mm -hmm. it it took me a long time to get through that. Yeah. And now I'm playing on hard, and it's just like, boop, 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 boop. (laughs) (laughs) what i I love about that and and what i love about gaming in general is it allows me to shut off the stresses of the day Mm -hmm. and of life and just kind of just focus on that one thing for that moment 
Yeah. What, that what, what I it like just gives me peace. Yeah, and with uh, with games like Sparkle or where it's just like a puzzly kind of game, mm-hmm. I can listen to a podcast or a book or something. Yep. I turn off all the sounds, and so that way I can like listen to stuff and just kind of zone out. <laughs> so what play. stuff are you listening to lately? Oh God, podcast wise, I listen to a lot of Maximum Fun Network, which is mostly the McElroy brothers. If anybody listens to podcasts, yeah. <laughs> so well, so the McElroy brothers do my brother, my brother, and me. They're three brothers. And they do an advice show, and then they all have, like, side shows. And then they did uh, The Adventure Zone, which was them playing D&D. Yeah. And they did a whole, like, four-year arc of a story, and now they're starting a new story with different characters and different game and stuff, so that's really cool. And my main one right now I've been listening to is Judge John Hodgman, which I listen oh. to. Uh, so it's weird because to, John Hodgman is the guy that if if you think back to like the early two thousands, yeah. I think the Mac versus PC, yeah. he w- he played the PC in the yeah. commercials. Yeah, and he writes. He's like a humorist, so he writes. Mm-hmm. He has books and stuff like that. But he's done Judge John Hodgman for like five years now. Yeah. So have you ever listened to it? I have not. But that's mostly because I'm busy interfacing with people during the day now. So yeah, I uh, I really like it. So Judge Don Hodgman, he um, he just brings in people who with like to a fake internet court, and they present they present their case, court. and he dirt he, dirt dirt <laughs> dirt dirt dirt. That's my people's court oh, music. Okay. Yeah, and then he he. You know, does a judgment, and they agree to follow what his judgment is on it. And it's really fun. It's kind of goofy, and I'm trying to think. So it comes out on Thursdays, but what's weird, for some reason, instead of, like, starting at the beginning and going forward, I just go backwards. So I've been... So you started at present day and, and then went just backwards. backwards. Because it's not like it's, you know, sequential. It's, yeah. Yeah. But for just for some reason, I just I started every, that way and that's how I Every time's a different story. But I'm almost through because I listen to, like, I'll get um, into a show and I'll listen to the whole backlog. And a lot of times, like, I'll listen to them and I'll draw or paint mm-hmm. or do stuff like that. Uh, I haven't been sewing as much, but... Uh, so this is my current one. Another one that I like that the McElroy brothers do, well, it's Justin McElroy and his wife, who is a doctor, and they do one called Sawbones, which is about medical history. So it's just, like, all sorts of weird stuff, like, I don't know, like, gout. Like, what did they do to... Oh, my God. Like, the history. You know, like, what did they do and like, you know ancient Greeks, what did they think it was and how did they try to, like all the weird stuff we did throughout history to, you know. I kind of enjoy things like that. That's one of the things I like about the British History podcast actually. Yeah, yeah. Is that they would take things like St. Patrick's Day and explore who was St. Patrick and what did he do and what do records show and what do people say? Yeah, Yeah, so they'll do, I mean, they have about four years worth of Sawbones, too, but it'll just be all sorts of weird stuff. So, you know, like, there might be, like, hysteria, which is, like, the thing they would diagnose women who, 
who would talk too much or were had frustrations cranky. or think things and <laughs> like was a math fake thing because you were thinking too much when you were a woman oh. <laughs> too cranky you know for ada lovelace they actually said that they called her the enchantress and then and the nymph and they worried for her because she was so beautiful that they worried she would be Oh, morphed no. into some horrific creature for her <laughs> having having a mind. Oh no! Yes. Uh, but there's a, there's this guy named from uh, ancient Greece called Pliny the Elder who mm-hmm. always he has like a, a remedy for everything and it's always like horrible and weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically the homeopathic guy that puts out the ads today. Like, you know, they have one about like you know. There was, like, a phase where people ate mummies because they thought mummies, like, they would dry, okay, take mummies and, like, grind them up. And, pretty you gross. Know, it was, yeah, it's just, like, all sorts of weird, disgusting. It's awesome. <laughs> so I recommend that We're one. disgusting and awesome <laughs> podcast. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a good I, I love all, you know, a lot of the Maximum Fun shows. So I don't know. What else have I been listening to podcast-wise? probably i'm just yeah i donate to them too so <laughs> i've i've been into this american life for a long time yeah <clears throat> excuse me yeah i am too sometimes like i listen to a lot of npr podcasts i also listen to a lot of economics podcasts because mm-hmm. i'm just kind of an economics nerd so i like like <laughs> i like podcasts about like the uh, new tax plan and stuff that's like that. not terrible that's not terrible to know where your money is going and and how it's coming to you. Uh, Freakonomics is really good because they do a lot of, you know, like, it's kind of like where psychology and economics meets kind of oh, thing. yeah, yeah. And um, planet money and things like that. But This American Life, sometimes I really like it, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood for, like, a really sincere human resources or human resources. Human resources. Human, human interest Here's the story. HR podcast where we're all politically correct. No. I'm not in the mood for a human interest story. Sure, sure. But, like, Invisibilia has now. Yeah, a lot of the national public some radio of the, ones. Some of the podcasts I like because one of the things I do like about This American Life is that they take real people in real situations Mm -hmm. and actually kind of come into what they're facing. Mm -hmm. So whether it's about the caravan of immigrants coming up to the U.S. from Central America or it's Jeff Flake, the Republican senator of Arizona, Mm -hmm. trying to get something passed. I I like how they go for other, you know, all sides of a story. And mm-hmm. that they don't, to me, they, and, and to many others, they may seem like liberal leaning or left leaning. Yeah, I get, I mean, it's NPR, so. Yeah. Kinda, kinda, kinda. But, but at the same time, <laughs> I like hearing real people's stories and yeah. their experiences. It's so. probably one of the best, like, human interest podcasts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not human research. And and mostly I don't like humans, but for some <laughs> reason I like this podcast, so. I'm trying to remember another one I wanted to recommend, but <laughs> I have to look at my, my uh, podcatcher here quick. I still listen to the comedy button, but I'm not into it as much as I used to be. Uh, it is... Ah, the one that I was looking for is called Note to Self. Oh. And that is from, it's a public radio one too, I believe. 
out of New York. But it is about kind of like technology and how to live in the world of technology and um I don't know, it's really good. It's it's it's, it's more about <laughs> it's like women Trying to think about how to live in the world of technology. Do not like anything. Do not view anything, and do not repost anything. Well, I mean, that's part of it. Is like you know they'll go into like data things, or like each each February they'll usually have um, like a special series, or they'll have like um, an a series that you can you can play along with, where like. They had one where it was like how to make sure like your digital life isn't taking over your real life and like oh, different yeah. things of like so each each day was about you know going through and taking off apps that bother you or things like I, that. I would um, say um, take off notifications. Yeah, I've, I've turned off a lot of my notifications and. Uh, just live your life and when you have extra time not not the feel that oh i need to find out what's going on with everybody mm-hmm. but the feeling that um hey i've i've got my morning coffee here <laughs> i got my ciggy yeah. or whatever and let's see what's happening in the world of current events and other people but honest to goodness i was wondering because they were supposed to release if Facebook, they yeah. mean Facebook. We're, we're supposed to release if any of your data was sent to Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. And I was wondering, did you receive anything? Nope. I did not nope. either. I, I heard on different podcasts, I listened to uh, um, Marketplace, which is a month. Sure. <laughs> and they did talk about it. And yeah, you would have gotten a message on your on your Facebook feed. Yeah. Like at the top of it. And I didn't. So I'm like, I don't no, know if I just I, don't. I didn't either. And I take I, a lot of quizzes. I'm surprised. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I love I'm, a quiz. I, I'm skeptical and I don't really care what type of peanut butter I am or whatever. Who's... <laughs> I want to know am I crunchy or creamy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, no. I, 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 to me, that stuff is. Uh, superficial and maybe part of me that's because I'm a robot but I just don't feel like that's a way to I, I don't I think it's because I'm self-centered I don't connect with people on that level and I and and I don't really think that that's a good way to share myself you know it's honestly I take a lot of quizzes and I don't share them unless I think they're funny like, I'll just take them and be like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Okay, there was this one where you posted a picture and it told you what ethnicity you were. Ethnicity? <laughs> <laughs> I love the gin! Anyway, um, ethnicity. Yeah. So um, I took a picture of the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and it said I was, like, Central American. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Indonesian and everything, but yeah. Oh, too funny. Because well, everybody in my family and everybody was posting yeah. their face on there. Yeah. And, and I was just like, nope, oh, Crypt Keeper. Boop. <laughs> well, this year, uh, note to self, their special in February was pretty interesting because it was about women presenting themselves online and like how you present yourself online. And they interviewed like. Um, like a 20-something, I can't remember her name because I don't remember names, who is like super popular on Instagram, like millions sure. and millions of followers, and how she 
presents herself versus her real self. You know, you talked about that. Yeah. They talked to um, your name is uh, Christiane um, Ampour. She's uh, yeah. They talk to her because she doesn't really present, do any online stuff. Like she has, you know, like maybe some social media accounts that okay, but she really stays off of it. They talk to um, a trans woman who was on the series Transparent, mm-hmm. and how she. So it was like all ages. They talk to um, I can't remember the artist either, who is very much like offline. So it was like all these different ages and perspectives on presenting yourself online it was very interesting I know and and I just I I realized that I had stepped into this age of relevance and significance or how many followers and how many likes you have Mm -hmm. and I just decided you know what that's not who I am and Mm -hmm. that's not what signifies how relevant I am or how I change people. I change mm-hmm. people by interacting with them, mostly on a person-to-person mm-hmm. basis. Now, I say that while doing a podcast. Yeah, and you, you know, did a lot of, but, I think you've but I loved, I loved, done a lot in MMOs and yeah, things like that, yeah. too. So I, I love to share with people, and I love to make people's lives happier, and I love to bring joy but I don't attach that to my significance or relevance. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a separate thing because it, it brings something to me when I do it. So even most of your interactions are still one on one. Yeah. You know, it's still yes. actual rather than on a Facebook present. And I do on my Facebook, I, I only have like 150 friends on Facebook. I have a pretty small group. But there are, you know, I do have, I do present a lot of myself on there and I do things that I think are funny and things like that, you know, and, but I, and we've talked about this too, where I interact a lot with my family and stuff like that. So there's just things that I know that I enjoy that. And I do enjoy, like, like, I don't understand the concept where people are like on Instagram, they'll put up a picture and then if they don't get any likes within like the first, they'll take it down. Like, I don't get that. It's like. Who cares? Right? Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's the thing that it it bothers me. I I was actually in the guild that I joined, mm-hmm. and and they have a YouTube channel and stuff. And so mm-hmm. one of the earnest questions that I asked was, why do people say, "Hey guys, what's up?" When I nobody's know. going to answer them. Every YouTube channel. Hey guys. Hey guys. What's hey guys. up? <laughs> it's like, hey guys. What's that? up? And 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 nobody's going to answer you yeah. and tell you what's up. He's like, and and his answer was, well, I'm talking to the fans. Don't you have fans? And I <laughs> but, just decided okay. to say, no, I don't. Okay, but what when do you, we start our get- podcast, what do we say? Hey there, cats and kittens. So. Hey there, cats and kittens. But I don't say what's up. Oh, I see. That's true. That's true. The what's up thing is what yeah. bothers me. Yeah. I love saying hi to people, but I know... That you, dear listener, are not able to answer back <laughs> immediately. Is I suppose it, they're thinking, well, you write in the comments. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the way, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. It's interesting. I joined a group on Facebook that I actually really like. It's called What Would, what Would Virginia Wolf Do? So it's kind of like a feminist group for women over 40 Sure. And the joke is that Virginia Woolf killed herself when she was 59. But mm-hmm. um, What would Sylvia Plath do? She would make a 
cake out of her head. But it's all about, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's for women over 40, you know, dealing with middle age crap. And it's, but it's funny and it's very polite and there's not a lot of crap. Although I did unfollow it because there's like. Although I did unfollow it. The only reason is because there's like thousands upon thousands of views and I was getting sucked into it. Like, there was just, like, so many interesting posts. I kept, like, being on it. I'm like, okay. And I have this, to go away from my mental unf- health. I have to unfollow, and then occasionally I will go to their page and read it rather Otherwise, than having it show down, up on my feed because I'm just like, oh, hole. I want to talk about this. And I want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse things to have to deal with. So, but one of the one of the topics people were talking about, you know, younger women posting pictures of themselves, uh, you know, whether that's feminist or whether that's patriarchy, misogyny. And I, you know, for me, I was like, I think where I am in my life, we just don't get it, right? We we can't understand what it's like to be 20 years well, old and do that. I do get it because when I was younger and on the internet, if I post a picture, people would tell me I was beautiful or pretty. And, I, and, and to me, that gave me some type of... Uh, I don't know. It's like a power. An, it's an empowerment, an, I think. An empowerment, an adrenaline rush, uh, something. Mm-hmm. It gave it, it filled some kind of a hole, right? And and it gave me it, it it fulfilled a need. But I realize as I get older, the older I get, the less younger I look, and the more I am, the more I'm aware of how much value I placed in that power in my 20s and realizing that that power is is slowly ebbing away because mm-hmm. I'm hey you know I'm not <laughs> 20 anymore right so so where does my power come from and that's the question when you're over 40 mm-hmm. where does my power come from my power comes from experience and it comes from wisdom and it comes from logic and it comes from humor but does it come from just my looks? No. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it's not to say that I don't still feel beautiful or that I don't still feel worthy. Mm-hmm. It's just that that is not my soul power. Whereas when I was yeah. in my 20s, I felt like that was what my power rested upon was my looks and yeah, and my I, giggle well, and my the sound of my voice, whatever. It, it's just that... For me, my 20s was so different because yeah. I gained a lot. Like I was, you know a size nine in high school, and then I gained a lot of weight. So I really did not feel that in my 20s. I felt it again in my 30s, even though I was still chubby. But I don't know. I I do think, though, that we can't understand what it's like to grow up with Instagram, with Facebook. With everything. You know, there is a generation gap. And I think, you know, I think, I don't know, in talking to that group, I think you and I feel different, that we feel that there is a power in that and there's a power in our sexuality and finding mm-hmm. things. But I think other women, it's hard. Like you're just feeding into like the patriarchy and men objectifying women. It's like, no, it's like taking your power and using that power for, you know, to make yourself. So I, th- I think it's a double-edged sword yeah. is what I think it is. And I, I think you can't just rest upon that. I, I think that you need no. more resources at your disposal. And if but you I don't think if have you them, have you, mil- have, you have to go out and find them. I think if you have millions upon millions of followers, mm-hmm. that you are not just a pretty face. You know what I mean? Like you, are, And I think it goes beyond, like, when we were in our 20s, right, if you were a, 
a model. Sure. You didn't have agency over like what was happening to your image and all. Whereas now, I think if you're on Instagram or something like that, you are own you own that. You do what you want to do with it. So I I don't know. I just as, think as long like, as Instagram exists, so your whole um, relevance yeah, and significance the, if, rests upon like how many likes and how many follows you have on this social media feed. And I don't think that is enough for for making positive change and. You have to do a little bit more. And I feel like But you're people, probably people making like, a good living. You might be able to. <laughs> and you're making the living and your agent and some company and all these other people aren't taking that money from you. That's your money that you're yeah. making and doing that. And th- that's a possibility. But yeah. there's people that just get follows because they post interesting things. The thing mm-hmm. that I'm trying to say is that um, if you really want to make a positive change in life, you have to do more than just post things on the Internet. You actually have to do things that you say you should do if you're you should practice what you preach you should lead by example and if everything on your significance rests upon what you post on the internet that's not a real that that's a but i think for somebody who's that's a that's a that's a facade but i think somebody in their 20s they're doing their things and posting it on the internet that, is one in the same. That that's good. That is good. I, like if I you're think, posting about, like, yeah. there there is no separation. There is not a yeah. the separation that we feel because of the generation that we are. And and maybe part of me is like, there's this thing called oversharing. Mm-hmm. You know, where people which that I think that is part of our generation that where the younger they don't under that that's not a thing, right? Because. They all share everything. Yeah. I'm just going to post whatever comes out of my prefrontal cortex. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, and it's much more about images. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't think we're disagreeing. It's just an interesting conversation. No, I, I do, and I and I sometimes wonder for people that what would happen if an EMP hit the earth and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you didn't have the internet and you didn't have that constant positive feedback and you didn't have that relevance suddenly eh, we're humans sudden, we, we go back to doing what we did before you're left with yourself but there are people that don't remember what it was that they did before because this was their whole life coming from coming from childhood on forward into adulthood yeah but i don't know i i don't know if i think it's necessarily a bad thing the one thing that makes me sad is that i do think that there is you know, research and whatever evidence that shows that teenagers now are more depressed, there is a higher suicide rate and things like that. They There's lower teenage pregnancy, but it's because they're not hanging out with they're each not, other. They're not much. actually developing real contact yeah. with people. So, yeah. I mean, I like, I don't know, like you say, it's a double-edged sword. I, I don't want to be like, uh, oh, goodness, that's horrible. Everything's horrible. But at the no. same time, you can't be like, Oh, nothing's going wrong. They're going to be fine. Yeah, I, it, I, I it think, is a big change in human human history, right? To I have think this. It's, yeah, it's yeah. wonderful to have a, have the technology to share your ideas and and put your ideas into actual motion. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you have to go out and touch that fourth dimension once in a while and actually live in your reality. Well, another good podcast oh, by the McElroys. A.K.A. Deal With Your Shit. Continue. <laughs> it's called Still Buffering, which is actually it's, okay, so Justin McElroy is married to Sydney McElroy, who is the doctor, who's on Sawbones, and she is on a podcast called Still Buffering with her sisters, 
So she's probably mid thirties. Mm-hmm. Her other sister is uh, like two years younger than her. Right. And then they have a sister who is um, she's seventeen right now or eighteen. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. So they do a show where they talk about teenagers. Yeah. And like what it was like we've, for them to be a teenager. We've talked about what, this what before. Yeah. yeah. So. That's a good show to talk, to listen to, to kind of hear about, like, what is, you know, because I think when... What are them youngins up to? Well, exactly. It's like, it's, you know, like, oh, my God, they're all eating Tide Pods or whatever the latest scare is. <laughs> but the re- reality is it's usually a lot less crazy than, yeah, you know, sure. than it actually is. But <laughs> I remember when I was a kid and kids were committing suicide and they blamed Metallica, so... Yeah, of course. Rock and roll is evil. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know how we got down that road. Holy I don't shit. know. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, yes, I agree with you. Um, I, I have no idea what, where our culture is going in mm-hmm. that aspect. Like, what will culture look like 20 years from now? After 20 years of Facebook and Instagram and likes and and mm-hmm. and retweets and well it's interesting cuz i remember probably i don't know 8 years ago now on the most popular girls on the internet talking about like data privacy and how i, I don't know maybe we I had talk a about huge you. fight over google in china <laughs> <laughs> we did that that show oh, never aired it never aired but i do remember thinking like you know, this is going to come to a head at some point. Like, people are going to realize how much their data matters. And it's, yes. And it's happening now. That's what's happening yeah, now. Yeah, where people realize that Facebook is not the product, you're the product. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, for us and a lot of our listeners and people who are technology people, you realized this long ago. But, yeah. you know, I will have, like, my aunt being like, how did this how did this company send me a picture of my house and ask me if I wanted to sell, sell my house? Yeah. It's like, they looked at Trulia. It's the, that's the picture that's on Trulia of your house. So, so you know? what do you think of this stuff with Cambridge Analytica and taking people's likes and their dislikes <sighs> and things that they viewed and taking that information and creating a psychological profile for people mm-hmm. so which they could target ads or posts or well, I mean, that's blogs at them. unique to it's, them. It's not sure. unique to them. But but suddenly the world seems really surprised. Yeah, I think I think like I say, I think you and I and other technology people are not surprised because, like, yeah, obviously that's been happening. When I, you know, yeah. when I go to Hulu and watch my shows, I see like the Travago guy because they think that you know I'm in my 40s and he's hot. I don't see like some ad for no. makeup or something the, for a teenager. The biggest wake up for me was when I uh, was on Skype with you one time and I told you about these boots that I bought at ZSW and uh-huh. I saw an ad for those boots. Yeah. Like the very which next I never day. Got, I never which figured I, which out. Which I thought was a weird, maybe it was a weird coincidence. It was just a little bit eerie for me. Um, no, but, I don't. What I don't get is like I go on a site and I buy something and mm-hmm. then I see an ad for it. I'm like, I already freaking I already bought, bought it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I got that too. Um, the other thing is that um, the the thing that upset me most about that wasn't the fact that people that signed up for the what kind of peanut butter are you quiz um, <laughs> ended up getting their information shared. They clicked yes. But it was the fact that if I was on the friends list of somebody that yeah, idiotic, yeah, yeah. that my information got shared. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, um, Becky, who I knew from the sixth grade, but you do not own my information to give it out, and yet you do. And that's kind of weird. Yeah, but Becky didn't know she was, really. You know what I mean? There's because like, Becky just, like, clicked yes, 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 my firstborn son, whatever. You know? I just want to know what kind of but peanut butter I But that's not what am. happens with quizzes. What happens is you you go out there and it says connect with Facebook. You connect with Facebook. Yeah. You don't know that it's doing all this stuff, huh. right? And, you know, it's different, like, with an app, yeah. But a lot, a lot of times they kind of hid that and they didn't yeah. really see it. And so they, they would use something like Auth0 or some type of authentication program that would just take your user ID from Facebook or mm-hmm. Google or whatever thing you sign into normally that mm-hmm. says, this is who I am. And I can use the same login because it's easier than you don't have to remember 10 passwords. Yeah. That's what that's what your voice is saying on the inside. Meanwhile, all of your other data is being exchanged. Well, and a lot of times for quizzes, you it's not like you can choose to not yeah. log in with Facebook. You're, sure. You know, you go there and it's like log in, you know, continue is like, sure. Um, uh Crap, I was thinking of something funny that came from Damn it. Yay, cookies, they're not just for chocolate (laughs) chips anymore. I I do have one thing funny. So, you know, they now through this whole thing, it's like, oh, go through, you know, want to go through and see what apps you have connected on your Facebook and stuff. And I have done that periodically over the years. But um, so just recently I went through to see what, all my apps were and make sure I had them all turned off and all that stuff or just, you know, to discontinue them. And there's one <laughs> that is from probably like one of the first five shows we did. Yeah. And it's the Burger King app. Oh, sneaking? If you unfriend it or somebody, you would, you would, you got a free Whopper. If you, I can't remember exactly what it was. You, you unfriended somebody for a free Whopper yes. or something? And I, I just can't, I just can't delete that app. I just have such fa- fond memories of it. Who did you unfriend for a free I Whopper? I don't think I did, actually did it, but I have it. I got to look it up and see now which, which app it is because... Uh, because I always I always go through my apps and I see that and I'm like, I just can't do that. I just can't get rid of it. Burger King, I just can't quit you. <laughs> exactly. You're fucking nuts. I know, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can look at it on here, but... Oh. Uh, so, um, oh, I remember what I was going to say, too, was it was kind of... <laughs> when uh, Zuckerberg was... Uh, Getting uh, grilled by the by Senate. Congress here. I was so, like, I had flashbacks yeah. of the internet is a series of tubes. <laughs> so, in case you're overseas, you probably, if you've been following oh, current events, you probably know that there was a um, there was some information that Facebook sold to a company called Cambridge Analytica, and which it, is in Great Britain, right? Which is yeah. And and it was actually um, used apparently for our 2016 election to mm-hmm. get people's psychological profiles, which they gave up voluntarily or not voluntarily, but because they were friends with people who did. So I, I find it interesting in that um, Mark Zuckerberg has been apologizing for data uh, privacy 
um, snafus since he was a Harvard College student. And when, having, <laughs> when I saw him, I like I wanted to take a picture of him and put a little thought bubble over his head that said, "I just wanted to get laid." <laughs> because that's exactly <laughs> why he started Facebook so he could meet hot chicks. <laughs> what happened to me? <laughs> anyway, but, but honestly. I mean, it, it, it's a multi-million dollar corporation. You're not in college anymore. It's time to grow up. Well, I'm, but it is like you're like, oh, my, you like. But yet, the, the, the data yet is what makes them money. Yep. And you're in the world and the world is changing before your eyes. And they're and, changing the world. And you're changing. Yeah. You're a disruptor, right? That's what they are. They disrupted uh, MySpace and other social media companies like that. Um, but they had no way to be prepared for what the world would do with this type of technology. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I th- I think there was a, a documentary, a documentary that had said like, uh, I think the title was, it was like, um, like something about internet privacy and how you sign away. Mm-hmm. Just by clicking a EULA. And the thing is, is whenever you have a change in a privacy policy or you have a change in an end user license agreement, you just click. in Because you don't have the time to read the 45 pages of their EULA. Yeah. That you're just like, whatever. Click. Well, and yes. I think on Facebook, like, the privacy settings are, like, spread over a bunch of pages. It's kind of hard to figure out. And Yep. And there were times yeah. where they just opened up everything and were yeah. like, okay, go back and set it yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's I like I say, I think, like, you know, five, seven years ago, I was like, this is going to come to a head at some point. And I think that's, like, I kind of trust our system because I think it takes a while but people start to realize things and this is the beginning this is the beginning of people realizing that whoa all this information is being taken from us and it's not just to sell us shoes no you know there are countries who are are going to use this against us or there's people who are going to try to do things and you know the internet needs to be like here for for advertising for political campaigns if you have a campaign ad on radio or TV, you have to say this is the organization that's paying for it and whether, you know, who it's endorsed by. Sure. So, but that's not the case. You know, on no. Facebook, and, it can be anybody. So, yeah. And there are celebrities that can just endorse stuff and get money. And, yeah. and you're supposed to say, hey, this is paid endorsement, but you, but, but people don't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I can't find my damn Burger King app. I think it's called like terms and conditions may apply or something like that, but <laughs> not the Burger King app. No. That was the, that was no. the documentary. <laughs> the documentary. But I guess what I'm saying is, we have to start thinking about us being the product and how much of ourselves mm-hmm. we're willing to give away, and is it worth it for that like or that type of validation? I don't know. Only you can answer that for yourself. <laughs> For me, I, I've been I've been posting less and less, and maybe that's part of me is just because I just want to connect with people in that fourth dimension and make a difference here. 
I think I, you know, I have been trying to, when I am out in public, like perhaps, like for example, today, um, I went to a big fabric uh, garage sale. There's uh, the textile center in Minnesota. They have, I mean, it's huge. It's like a big warehouse. There's just ton. Every, it is huge, and it's a lot of fun because you can get really It's like walking fabric. around in the Amazon warehouse, but it's fabric. Yes, and there's all these people donate their old fabric, and you get stuff. You know, it's like oh, everything's. Oh, I bet you could get stuff that was that's not even made anymore. Oh, yeah, there's, like, vintage stuff. I, I got all – last time I went, I got, like, a big package of, like, bric-a-brac that I could – it was, like, all stuff from the 60s and 50s. You oh, could wow. tell that it was, like, somebody's yeah. grandma had it in a drawer for yeah, 50 years sure. or whatever. But today I went because I was looking for fabrics and stuff I can use for my Crypticon party room, which is uh, Hammer Horror kind of – so I was looking for, like, 60s stuff. Anyways, uh, the line was huge. Like, I was – so I went through, I picked out my fabrics, and then I got in line – and I was literally in line for at least 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. And I was like, I'm not going to take out my phone. I'm going to talk to people. And I met this nice lady who was, she probably about my mom's age. And, you know, she's there yeah. with her friend. We started talking. You know, I talk, ended up talking about butchering chickens on a farm because we both grew up on farms and stuff. Oh, see? <laughs> and, you know, it was really fun. So I, like, I tried to do that. And then I went to, uh, it's record store today, record store day, which if you're outside of the U.S., um, it's kind of a thing in the U.S. where they do limited edition vinyl yeah. Of different uh, <clears throat> different albums and stuff, and so kind of getting people into independent record stores. Um, but it's a really big thing now, and I wanted to get um, there's a live Grateful Dead. It's so funny. <laughs> Jeff and I don't even have a turntable, but we'll buy the Grateful Dead You'll have the albums vinyl. just yeah. for collectors' items. I have some like the very first uh, vinyl that the Current put out when that radio station oh, put it together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had like the white stripes yep, and yep. and probably like Fiona Apple and some yeah. stuff like that. And I I still have that vinyl. It's just it means something to me. Yeah, and so I mean I I had to go. I was coming this way and, you know, coming to your place. And I was like, hey, I'm going to stop and, you know, yeah. at, down in the valley, which is a record store in, in Golden Valley. And and I got there and, like, everybody's looking at their phones <laughs> because everybody's younger, right? We just like, don't. We but just I put don't. mine away so I yeah. can, you know, like, interact with people. That's and, the thing. We don't, yeah. we don't know how to connect with people without yeah. a screen in front of us. And I think, you know, I think that's going to change a little bit. I think... I think people are kind of coming around about to it a little bit. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens here in the next ten years. But I'd hope so. Otherwise, we're gonna have a real serious population drop because people won't know how to fuck in real life. <laughs> we'll uh, learn how to manufacture sperm, and then we won't need men anymore. Just inject and... the turkey baster yeah. and be done with it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We're there very will, there, serious. There, there will be a lost pleasure in the world. <laughs> I know. No, I don't want to give up sex. <laughs> I like penises. Please don't make the men go away. Wieners, 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 wieners. Wiener, wiener. Oh, <laughs> I was looking through old. I, I think I sent you a picture because I was looking through old sketchbooks and stuff of mine, and I found so uh, a page where I was writing the songs 99 Word for Dong. 
Yeah. Because I made that song. I like, remember that. I should find, I'm going to see if I can find that and I'll put it oh in here. Oh my goodness. So we, like, I don't know, whatever, six, seven years ago, we found there was a video of 99 words for boobs to the tune of 99 Luftballons. Yep. And I made a song called 99 Words for Dong. And yep. I have these pages from my sketchbook like, where it's like all these words. Tuber, sausage, <laughs> whatever. Penis, penis. pocket yeah. pool, knob and berries. <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah, God. I'm trying to think of... Oh, that was a long conversation on very serious topics. I know, but I liked it. Yes, it was, it was real. Was some real shit, man. Yeah, man, we're yeah. real. I haven't been up to much else, anyways. It's been winter. Now spring is here. I'm good. Getting ready for my Crypticon room, and I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, yeah, it's not I'm, till October, but yeah. start. I went to a garage sale. There's a church by my house that has a garage sale every spring. We went there, and I bought, like, this weird little it was kind of a candle stand yeah. thing with, like, lions on it. Candelabra. The, <laughs> well, it's not a candelabra. It's more for, like, a pillar candle. And, you know, got that for a buck for the room and stuff, so I'm kind of starting to put things together. Fire hazard. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, sparkle too. Uh, drawing, watching a lot of pocketi- Property Brothers. Very Playing exciting. Tara and uh, the book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. <laughs> no, actually, I find, I find it rather interesting. Um, you know how it is when people that do plenty of seminars go off and write a book and do yeah. more seminars to sell their book. But um, I, I'm finding some little gems in there, so it's not it's not bad it's well, actually pretty good before we started recording I, I i put out a quick request for questions but the only one we got is do you like butts and well, the answer is yes i really like butts i cannot lie most other mothers can't deny <laughs> that when a guy walks in with an itty bitty waist and sticks a round thing in, in your, your face, face you get sprung and you hope he doesn't fart because it'll blow the whole world apart. Uh, I have to say, the butt is probably my second favorite place on a man. <laughs> What's your first favorite place on a man? Actually, it's probably my third favorite place. Okay, a third favorite place. My favorite place is the spot, the hip bone. Yeah. Because, you know, it's kind of close, but far away. Sure, sure. Mm. Then I like the penis. Uh-huh. Then I like the butt. Yeah. Oh, well, the butt doesn't serve me. So I like I the... like you can grab onto that sucker. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Nice and muscly. Yeah, mm. yeah. I like the tongue. And that's all we got for today. <laughs> You can get us on Facebook at the most popular girls on the internet or at tmpgoti at gmail.com or get me on the Twitter. The Twitter, I am at Terabyte, T-A-R-A underscore B-Y-T-3. And Sassy, what you at? Uh, I hardly ever go on Twitter anymore, so you can tweet me at Sassy Geek, but Sassy I Geek don't or think I will see at it. I'm Too Cool for Twitter. <laughs> 
I am so cool. <sighs> All right, sweetie darlings, send us your love mail or hate mail, and we will see you next month. Bye. Love you in the face. Bye. <laughs>